Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode that I'm so honored and proud to be releasing on the day of my 37th birthday. It's so special to me to bring my mom onto the show. It kind of brings me, moves me to tears to think about it. But I had a chance to interview her about her losses and all the grief that she's experienced and the wisdom that she holds in her amazing years of life and to share it with all of you and with me. And I'm so excited to be releasing it on my birthday as a gift to honor her legacy as a mother and the impact that she's had on all of us who have been able to be so privileged, really, um, to have her in our lives. And I'm so proud to call her my mother. Um, She, I would say, I know her well, and she identifies so strongly as being so proud to be a mom, I would say for her, that is her biggest accomplishment um, for she's done amazing things in the world, but I know she holds herself so proudly as a mom and she's raised my sisters and I so beautifully and our nephew, well, her grandsons, my nephews, just, she just pours and pours and pours into people with so much love and She's gone through so much herself, and I'm excited and proud of her, and so excited you all get to meet her. Um, Before we dive into the interview with her, um, she's always told me that she wanted to write a book about her life. Uh, Maybe this resonates for you, but I come from a family of immigrants, right? And so we're Syrian, and my mom's half Armenian, half Assyrian, and She's gone through so much, and maybe this resonates if you have a parent who also is like, I've you know been through so much, and they could write a book on my life or you know create a movie on my life. I know so many of our families have gone through stories, and ourselves have gone through so much. So, mom, this is for you. I don't have a book published in about your story, but I have this podcast episode, so I hope that makes your dream come true on the day that you gave life to me. Um, I'm getting choked up. Um, she's amazing, y'all. I can't wait for you to meet her. She got married at 18. You know, prior to that, she grew up in Iran with her own family, her siblings. Uh, she grew up in a family of five, an amazing mom and dad that she had. My grandparents were so loving. And then she left um, the home and got married at 18 to my dad. And it wasn't easy. And it was in Iran. And they got married in um, 1968. And then from there, the 
they had my sister, my oldest sister, Yvette, and then they had their, our other sister, Odette, who passed away, and then me. And shortly after having me in the 80s, they it was um, the revolution in Iran, and the regime was changing, and it was awful. It was a time of war. It was They would hide underground when bombs were flying all over the town and the straw that kind of broke the camel's back. I mean, my mom mom has stories after stories. If you've met her, she's probably shared her stories with you. But one of the saddest ones that was impactful was there was um, a home next door that was having a birthday party for the kids and it got bombed. And my father actually had seen, um, you know, just disclaimer, this is graphic, but had seen the bomb of the house and, you know, the the remains of what had happened. And after that, that was when they decided that they're going to have to say goodbye to everybody and flee and seek refuge. And we seek refuge in Germany. So, you know, my mom in her thirties with my dad uh, left Iran. My mom speaks several languages. She speaks Assyrian, Armenian, Farsi, and English. She's so smart. And she left with my dad and uh, my sisters and I and said goodbye to her family and friends in Iran and went to a whole new country, Germany. Don't know the language, but, you know, lived there for two and a half years and then left Germany and came to America and specifically in Los Angeles where my mom's extended family was and got to grow up there. And she's just been through a lot all the ups and downs in life. She's had so many joys and so many sorrows, and she just continues to stay strong in her faith. I think that's one of the things I admire most about her. No matter what has happened, she never wavers in her faith. She's never been rocked to question anything um, that has to do with God. And her faith is just, it's a beautiful part of who she is. And I'm very in awe of it and admire it and this is a woman who has lost her youngest sister to cancer who was in her 40s she lost her daughter I mean as a parent I'm not a parent but I can't imagine as a parent what that's like to lose a child it it just reverses the what you know is the normal in life right that parents uh that kids see their parents pass away that you know it's it's out of natural order for a parent to bury their child so she had to bury her child um and again she identifies so strongly as a mom that I know to this day it's still very hard for her um and that hole will never be sealed as is other parents who have gone through such traumatic loss and then she lost my father who was her husband of 50 years and then our dog, Romeo, and also her brother, her eldest brother, she was so close to that she considered as a father figure. And I mean, she's just lost uh, just extended family. And um, and so this interview is dedicated to, to my mom, for her to tell her story and to share with you all her positivity and her wisdom and her strength and her courage and her vulnerability and 
everything she represents is just something that I aspire to to be. And I love you, Mom. Thank you for giving me life, for giving my sisters and I life. And I know you've had a hard life, but I know that you've also found a lot of strength in your joys with us as a family, with your loved ones, with your friends, and the memories that you've made with us is forever going to be with everybody. And I love you. Thank you for being my mom. And happy birthday to us. <laughs> She's also a Virgo queen. And without further ado, I'd love to introduce you all to my mom. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to our stories. It means the world to us that we have any impact while we're here. Um, and just all of us trying to figure out life and its hardships one day at a time together. Hello, everyone. All right, today's episode is going to be very, very interesting. <laughs> I'm actually going to be interviewing my mom. She is literally the most strongest, powerful, kindest, vulnerable woman I've ever, human, I should say, I've ever come to know. And I definitely have looked up to her to really understand how to be grounded in my faith, how to survive the hardest heartbreaks life can bring your way, and still be able to find joy in the smallest things and stop and smell the roses. So she has definitely been my role model, and it was important for me to ask her if she'd be okay to share her gifts that she's shared so generously with me and our family and her friends and anyone that knows her just sings her praises on just what an amazing kind person she is and strong so i would love for her to share herself with others and share her advice with others and her story in hopes that it will pierce your spirit and soul in the right way that you need in this time of grief and loss in your own life and may you take it on your healing journey and wherever you are listening into this world so without further ado i'm going to introduce my beloved mother rosik badelbu hello mama hi sweetheart hi my sunshine would you like to say hello to anyone listening? Hi, everybody. everybody. Hi, friend, uh, family, um, who's listening to my voice. I'm so, I mean, I have to say, God bless me. That chance, my daughter, she gave it to me. I want to talk with you, you guys. I mean, thank you so much for you listening when I want to share with you guys. Okay, mom. So first question is, tell us a little bit about some things that have happened in your life. Okay. Something is very, very bad, but of course it's deep 
pain I have for my life. It was most, most, yeah, our last loved one, you know, sweetheart, Eddie. Uh, so it's very hard to deal it. Yeah, 2006, my mom has passed away. And 2008, my younger sister, she passed away. And 2011, my middle, my daughter, she have a cancer three years. She have a very, very bad, hard time. We was with her. Then she passed away. 2015, my 69, my older, my brother, he passed away. He was like my dad. I mean, honest God, I was so, I, I couldn't believe it. Then after that, 2018, my husband, uh, he died. He was, I mean, all that year he was with me. I mean, I mean, it's almost, it's 50 years, 49, 50 years. I was so young, I married. I mean, it's just most, most, I mean, heart is, you know, all together. And Romeo? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Then after my husband died, Romeo, my sweet dog, Maltese, he was like my baby. I mean... Friend. Best friend, he's just, I cry two weeks nonstop for him too. I mean, yeah, he died too. I mean, I lost, I lost all that love one for my life. Yeah, it was very, very hard. And mom, so she also left with my dad and my, me and my sisters, Iran, and 1983 to flee a war zone and religious persecution and we seeked refuge in Germany and at that time in 83 her and my dad had to say goodbye to all their family and friends in Iran and come to terms with never likely being able to see them again so she said goodbye to her father knowing likely she wouldn't see him again and when we took refuge in Germany. So we left Iran and went to Germany. And that's where you found out in Germany that your dad passed away. Right, Mom? Yes. When we was in Germany, after one year, my dad, with my dad, he passed away. He told me, I, can't, I think I never see you again. I know that. Uh, I was... <sighs> Oh my God, I did. It was very, very hard. Two months, I was, I couldn't stop and crying. First, that one it was, get me a lot. I mean, it was very hard. So, mom, that is a lot of people in your life that you saw pass away. You also are survived from war. You had to come to a new country, start a new life with your husband, with your children. And you were in your 30s when you did all that. And I'm in my 30s. I can't even imagine packing my bags, having three kids, being in a war zone and moving to a whole new country. I don't know the language, don't know how we're going to find a source of income, start over, 
Like that feels entirely terrifying to even think about right now. And you did that. That's amazing. And you're still here today after everything. So how did you do it? How did you survive so much hard stuff? What makes you still happy today with the things in your life? How do you survive so much pain? Yes, sweetheart. It was, for me, it was, I had a good time. I had a bad time, of course. But you know what? It's very hard when I go back that time and, and think about it. I mean, of course, I cry a lot of time, but, you know, then I find myself because I have a hope because I have a, that time a three daughters. I mean, my husband, my family, my sister, brothers was, I mean, running me, my mom. When all that happened, started, you know, I lost it. You know, it's very hard. How much I have to tell you, can in a magic. I mean, it's very hard. Still, I miss him so much. I Still, I broken heart. But when I pray, of course, I believe in Jesus. Um, I know it's, I mean, they, they are okay. But we miss, I miss him. I, I mean. But what can we can do? If you are going to cry, cry. Okay, I love my kid. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be, uh, when I'm looking at my girls, I'm looking to my grandson. I love him so much. I live for them. My hope, my life is my family. So, yeah, I was it. You've been through a lot, and a lot of people have been through a lot of things. A lot of people have had loss. They love lost loved ones. They might be in a war zone. They might be suffering in their own family, and things are happening in their life. So we're not special. Like, everybody, every family has something, pain. You know, we're not the only ones we've ever had to have funerals i mean we've had a lot of back-to-back losses of course you've been through a lot we've all been through so much as a family and at the same time we're not unique we're not unique in the sense that this is only thing that's happening to us we know other people are suffering are in pain you've lost a loved one whoever is listening i'm sure and you've had a heartbreak you've had something in your life growing up in an immigrant household immigrating to a new country pain that you've had in your own family secrets that you've had in your own family things that you don't talk about with anybody else i mean we all have that so what hope what advice do you have for somebody who is in so much pain has been in hard places like you have what can you say to help somebody who's listening that is in pain right now yeah good question yeah you're right yeah i think you know i i did it try i mean we have to try i mean not 
yeah, of course, you have to be have behind. I mean, think about it. But exercise, talk with friends, go out, read a book. I mean, keep busy. We have to, everybody, we have to have a hope for something. If you used to have a hope, I mean, you live for some something in your life. I'm thinking about, I mean, make you happy. You have to do everything you make happy. If you, if you sometimes you want to cry, it's okay. You can cry. I mean, it's nobody blame you. Much you're going better after that. But we're not doing every day, every day cry. No, this is not right. Sometimes it's okay if we, we cry. But most I try. I go gym. I do exercise. Uh, I'm talking, I mean, with my friends, joke. We're going dinner together for coffee. Something, something make me happy. Wake up, I'm thinking, okay, what's, what happened? I said, I think to myself, okay, today I have to do that. That's something positive for my life. Then making me energy, I have to do it. Not sitting in couch, I don't do anything, no. It, this is not solution. You have to get up. Don't sit in a couch, say, okay, my life is done. No. No, start new life. We have a future, good future. We, everything you have to think about future, you know. This is, this is make me a good energy. You can do it. Honestly, God, I'm serious because it's happened to me. If you, I can do it, you can do it. If you, I did it, I survived, and you can do it too. This is not, don't think this is hard. No, it, it is not hard. Just talk with yourself. No. A lot of people, maybe more, very bad situation. And that's very encouraging, mom, to hear, you know, having both permission to cry, to be angry, to be sad, but to also be happy and to be positive and to be grateful that it's okay to still have a life even after so much loss, that your life doesn't have to stop after someone who you love passes away, that you find ways to bring them back into your life even if they're physically not here, you know, and you even had your own cancer after Odette passed away, you had to go get radiation in your eye. So you've just been through so much. (laughs) It's a lot. It's amazing that you're still here today. Thank God. And still being able to give advice and hope for me, for other people. I look at you and I feel strong again to keep living my life. So how do you live with this much pain with when you think about Odette, when you think about dad, when you think about your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, Romeo, when you think about them and you miss them, how is that for you? How do you deal with it today? Yeah, when I think about I lost that you name it, you said that all. Yeah, I miss him so much. Still, I'm broken heart. 
maybe I'll cry. Then I talk myself, okay, I have a two daughter, two grandson, because of them, I'm happy with when you come in and see me. I mean, I mean, all have a loved one still alive. I mean, they talk with us, they see each other. This is, is, is blessing. It's, I mean, it is blessing. I have to, you know, live for somebody who you have in your life. You know, this is very important. Well, then we miss him, of course, but we can do anything. We have to be happy. We have to hope for tomorrow, for future. Mom, how does your faith, Yana, Iman, Iman, yeah, Hemanuita in faith. Assyrian, Hemanuita means faith. Muja, how does your faith um, help you? Edith John, a lot. This is a lot because if you, I don't have a hope, I don't believe it, Jesus, this is my epitome, never, never I can handle it because. I know their life, Jesus' life, their life. One day I'll go see him. I mean, this is making me, make me strong. I pray a lot of time, a lot, lot of time. I saw, I mean, dream. They, they are happy. My daughter happy, my husband, my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad. They are happy. They talk with me. I mean... I see a miracle, miracle, honest to God, miracle. I will go to church, I talk with the priest about that, because a lot of miracle to my life, I see it. When somebody have a, that very big hope, your life, faith, iman. First, they said iman, surah, asarian, emanuita. Armenian? You know Armenian too? Uh, 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 yeah, my dad is, uh, was Armenian. Uh, my mom is Assyrian, yeah. How do you say faith in Armenian? Faith in Armenian. <laughs> I, I forgot. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're saying? Yeah. Pray honest. Everybody, we have a hope. I'm everybody, we Christian. Thank God I have a good kid. I mean, this love is, honestly, God is crazy, but we bless. I mean, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. They are a good kid. I mean, believe it. Yeah. So right now, with everything going on, coronavirus, uh, war, the bomb in Lebanon, um, the racism here in America, people dying, homelessness. It's just so much sad in the world. And you've seen so much sad. You've seen war. You've seen, you've survived cancer. You've buried loved ones. I mean, I don't know. Well, how, what, how do we do, work through this it's, time? Yeah, it's very hard. We have to just pray for everybody. We pray for that uh, we have that corona. They have a cancer, they have a motion, lost one. You know, we have to just pray. But we have to pray. I, I mean, God help us for everybody. Honestly, God, when I go sleep every night, we couldn't pray or couldn't go sleep. I'm just not pray for my family, running me, for me and my family. 
for everybody. Sometimes I'm half an hour, I'm sitting still. I'm prayed for everybody. This is our job. The hospital, the sleeping, nursing home, a lot of people. My heart is with them. My heart is thinking about for everybody. Okay, so what do you like to do for fun? What makes you happy? Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I love dancing. I love dance. Honest God, when I dance, honest God, I forget any everything. I want to just dance, dance, and make me happy. Mom, it's very good. What did I get you for your birthday oh, that you love? Oh, my God. Um, I forgot her name. Because she said, Rosie, Rosie, my name is Alaska. Alexa. Alexa. This Alexa is, <laughs> she, even she wanted to talk with me when I said, I want music. She's music, you know, she uh, calling my name. I said, I want music. She play music, Iranian, uh, American, jazz, um, Arabic, everything. I'm dancing. I love it. I love dance. Make me happy. Yeah. Make so, me energy. So one way to also let go of all the sad from your body is to dance. Okay, mom, what's your lesson from having a daughter like Odette, a husband like dad, a, your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, Romeo? What did you learn from them that you keep now with you? What did they teach you from their life? They teach me because they have so much love, so so much uh, kind. My mom is my mom. She was, I mean, is uh, so much. I mean, they have her life, of course, hard time, but always was kind, loving with us, with our my sister brothers. So my daughter Odette. She was good, good daughter. She was kind. I mean, I have a grandson. With her. she have a son. I mean, uh, loving, loving. I mean, she she was amazing. And uh, my brother, he's like my dad for me. He's uh, talking with me. He was uh, every time said uh, he said Rosie, don't I know is your daughter passed away, our mom or our sister, but you have to be strong. I mean, um, he was kind. He was. Uh, I miss him so much. Oh, my sister too. She was so happy. Came here after twelve years. She was in Spain. Uh, after t- t- three months, she's gone. I mean, it was very hard. I mean, she was very. Lovely, sweet was sister. Now, yeah, especially my dad. Always he was told me just be careful. Do just uh, if you can go church. I mean, go church. But you have to hope you have your life. You have to kind with people. You have to, you know, everything is something nice. I I, I use it that, and my husband. That all years we are was together. I mean, we were together. We almost we. I mean, he was a lovely man, good father, good husband. He was when I sometimes I would get sick. He was worried for me. Worry, oh Rosie, be careful. I, I can't be that you. I mean, you know, it's very hard now. 
I don't have it my life. But there were good, lovely family, my husband, everybody. Okay, mom, as we're about to wrap up, what can you tell somebody that if you remember um, when Odette first passed away, so my sister passed, I saw her take her last breath on July 4th, and I had to call my parents at 2 in the morning, and my husband had to wake them up and they only had a few hours to be able to see her body and say goodbye. So they had to come in two in the morning, the middle of the night to say their goodbye to their daughter. Um, And so I remember you walked into the room and you just threw yourself on Odette's body. And I put my hands on top of yours, your back. And I just started praying so, so loud for you in that moment. So remember that deep pain is just even remembering right now. It's hard. I know. And so if someone right now who's listening, who's in that deep pain, that same kind of feeling of just complete, oh, like I just, I've never seen you obviously like that before. But if someone is in that deep pain today, the same way you felt when you walked into the room and you saw that, ugh, um, what would you tell somebody if they're feeling that pain today, right now? What do they need to hear to be able to survive the pain, that pain? Oh, that one. It was very hard time it was for me because she was my daughter. She was all my, was my body. When I hug her, I cry a lot, 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 deep, deep. If somebody said, don't cry, no, no, cry. Because if somebody said, don't cry, oh, I want to go. I, I, I want at that time, I want to go with her. I want to go with her. Because I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. Even I know she was sick. It's very hard. And when Edith, she start pray. Pray something. I feel as my body is somebody like touching me, like something. Ugh, I my my cry a little bit stop. And priest came. I'll be back home. I little bit. I don't know. It was I pray. Just I pray. Pray. You have to pray. You feel it something and inside talk with you. You holding you. I mean. Because that pain you can imagine. We crying. One day you cry a lot, and next day little bit. I mean, not that much you cried yesterday. I mean, every day is, every day is gonna change everything. I mean, one day cry, one day more worse, one one day no, you know, bad time, good time. It's okay. You miss it. It's okay. You crying. That. It's supposed to be. I miss him still, still all the years. I miss it. I'm crying, but I have a good time too with my family. They make me happy. So just please, yeah, if something happened to you, I mean, cry. If you need to cry, cry. If you want to laugh, go laugh. It's nothing wrong with if you're laughing, tell joke, if somebody taking joke. I mean, to say, oh, no, not supposed to be, no. Joke, say something, laugh. Laugh all your laughter. Or 
yeah, it's okay. Don't blame yourself of not supposed to like that because I'm lost loved one. No. Like not feel guilty. You feel guilty. No. It's okay, but you it's do. It's okay. Like so, we do feel guilty. It's a process. There's a process of because we miss him so much. We are miss miss it. But that one is okay too. It's okay because not just it's happened for me. For a lot of people that happen, we have to think about that. This is it's very deep. Think about it. Just not as me. A lot of people that happen. Okay, why is me just me? No, I not blame nobody. I don't say something bad. No, I try be nice. I try try talk with. I love and when I saw somebody uh, they have that pain, I wanna talk with her. Honestly, God, after that, I talk with a lot of people. Even I don't know it. They go outside shopping. You know, they have a, something to talk with me. I mean, said, oh, I lost one one or I have a cancer. I tell him, you know what? I think because I have a cancer today, I'm doing radiation because of you. I have to tell you, let me pray together. I have to tell you that happened a couple of times for me. Uh, when I pray for her, I mean, she's, oh, my God. Thank you so much, Rosie. You you say something, I'm I'm happy. So... Don't blame yourself. It's, it's okay. Just it's okay. Sometimes you're happy. Sometimes you cry. Everything is okay. Okay, mom. Last question. What is something on your heart that I didn't ask you, we didn't talk about, you didn't talk about, that you want whoever is listening to know? That's something on your heart you didn't say, but you want to say. I want to say thank you so much. You... Give me that chance I talk. Maybe my English is not good, but uh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for everybody the, when listening, when I'm talking. I mean, God for bless everybody. Be happy. Uh, I'm happy now with my kids. Thank God. Every day when morning I wake up, oh God, thank you. I can see light. I can see, I mean, Whether, I mean, you can do it, you too. Everybody, when listening, if you listening to me, you have to be hope. Don't, life is very, very too short. You have to be enjoy your life. One day, we see loved one. If we, we lost it. I mean, don't worry. If you want to cry, cry. If you want to laugh, laugh. I mean, thank you so much. And God bless everybody. And thank you so much. I love you so much, Edith. You are very, I so proud of you. I very, very um, lucky. I have a daughter like you. I have a <laughs> kid. Yeah. You helping people. I mean, God bless you. I love you so much. God bless you too, Mom. I love you. Thank I love you. you too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, for tuning in with us. It was very open and real and honest and i hope that not hope i trust that whoever is needing to hear this episode that you have found something to take away with you on your grief journey and i'm so proud of you mom you've overcome so much pain so much loss i can't even imagine half the things you've been through for me to go through so it's an honor you're my mom and Thank, thank you, you for sharing you. your 
story yeah. with us, your Thank advice. You. We love you. Love you too. Just be happy. Be happy. And dance. And dance. Oh, <laughs> honestly, God, dance is first. It, this is very good. Just dance. Be happy. Don't worry. Life is hard. Anyway, we think about it. If you're not thinking about it, life is hard. Just dance. Be happy. Don't worry for anything. If something happens, just after that, go dance. See how much going to change. Say, so, hey, okay, just, it's not just me. Life is crazy. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to this episode with my mom. It means so much to us that you took time out of your life to really tune in to what she had to share. And I hope that there's something that you took away from this episode to take into your own life and what you are facing, what you are going through, what your family is struggling through, and know that it will and can get better and just take it one moment at a time. And I trust that you will continue to breathe through the hard moments and survive through the hardest heartbreaks that life hands you and that you will make something so beautiful and loving out of it and and serve yourself and serve the world from that place of pain that it will be the thing that this world needs from you. So thank you for showing up. And if you found value in this episode or any of my episodes, I would love if you could just take a moment to thank me by just going over and hitting subscribe to the podcast and leaving a review. This really helps the show rank and be found and searchable and you know the the podcast industry and be able to reach more women and reach uh, being able to really just make healing accessible empowering and fun and I just want to make healing go viral like that's just so important to me and making it accessible and I'm not for everybody but for the women who do find me I do hear from you that I have an effect and an impact in your life on your healing journey in some small way and that's all that I care about so if I can reach you that subscribe and review goes a long way so thank you for taking time to do that as well for me and if you have any desire to continue the journey on your healing journey with me I offer a few services, so let me lay those out real quick for you. I offer one-on-one services, one-on-one therapeutic life coaching services. Send me a DM or an email and you can go ahead and set up a free 15-minute consultation with me and we can see if I'm a right match and fit for you. Um, and and if we're, we're going to be able to do great work together, then we'll, we'll go forward with that. If not, I have referrals and that's okay too. I'm not for everybody, but I'd love to connect with you if you think that there's something I can help you with. Even having one breakthrough session, I've had clients come back and have one breakthrough session and it's been transformational for them. So we can map out your healing together. Just go to my website, edictc.com, E-I-D-I-T-C.com for more and to schedule and connect with me there. I also offer two healing retreats that are coming up in 2021. If all things are safe for travel, uh, we will be heading over to Bali. There's one spot left in May and there's seven women going and we're looking for our eighth woman to join us. And in Spain, we're heading over to San Sebastian in October. If that's something that you're 
searching for and longing for to travel with purpose, then Spain or Bali is your your thing. You gotta you gotta hit me up and submit an application as the first step, and then I'll re- I'll reach out to you within 24 hours, and we'll go from there. Go to aditsi.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you.